How does it go? Oh. Are you ready, Katie? I'm ready. All right. I think I'm ready. <laughs> you, think, you think you're ready, Z? <laughs> I think I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Um, in a world where you can still have a good day on Valentine's Day. Hey. It's the vet. <laughs> hey. Dun, dun, dun. At the moment, right? At the moment, um, our beautiful host, Jay Hunterville, is not here today, but we are wishing him Valentine's love uh, in his absence. And that's okay. Um, Hopefully, you got the person you are with, chocolate, flowers, okay. um, the finest cognac. Not yeah. that, we won't go with Hennessy today. We'll go with cognac today. Ooh, cognac. Right? Okay, so I will be your co-host, <laughs> uh, Z, a.k.a. The Nerd Z, and I'm joined with the beautiful, lovely voice, KD. Hey, a.k.a. Mr. Clutch. Yes. Okay, so we have um, some really interesting topics to talk about tonight, and uh, it's going to be all circled around love, relationships, dating, I want to say effing, but knocking them boots. Yeah. You could say um, uh, bumping uglies. Yes, bumping uglies. All of them good stuff. So, but before we get into it, we're going to be giving y'all the lovely COVID update. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Ah, I got to stop doing that. It's just, see, whoever wrote that TSN jingle, I hope you're getting paid every day for the rest of your life. Right? It's, it's in my head. Like Facts. Right. You did that. You did that. But you, <laughs> good job. Now, <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be a good job, but um, tomorrow, mm. we're still we're still going to be at home. Z, you know why? Because everyone around us is going to be opening tomorrow. Mm. Uh, and I believe some will be on the red zone. Oh, which that means they're. They can have about 50% capacity. I know that's one of the features. Okay. So people can pile into the store. Mm -hmm. I've read some capacity limits for smaller stores for 10 people, 10 to 25, I'll say. Okay. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. They're going to try. Hey, go ahead. No. So when you say that, like everyone, you're talking about the rest of the GTA. Rest of the... So rest of the GTA and in Northern Ontario. It's like going to be open. Yeah. Meanwhile, huh. we're not open until, what, the 22nd? So. 22nd of February. That's crazy. Why? I mean, most of the people who usually work in Toronto actually live outside or on, on the outskirts of Toronto. Inter that's a very interesting take, yeah. That doesn't make sense. This is why we have traffic on these highways, okay? Because people are commuting from way outside to come into the into the city, and then they're gonna let that those areas open up first. It's like, mm, yeah. That don't make no sense. I don't know. You you ready for you ready for opening? Ah, uh, probably not. <laughs> you're ready. You're ready. 
not only because i mean i work in a public space right so with the climate of how everything has been conducting mind you the first time they did i think the gray zone that's what we're in right the, the lockdown my workplace was actually completely closed so i didn't actually come into work for a period of time but during this clo closure we've been available or accessible at least in the sense that people have been able to retrieve items and do curbside service um but to open up again especially when you're hearing about all this new variants coming in and how people who are doing flights and everything are now being held in um <coughs> sir buddy go ahead right for a period of time and then don't get me did you hear about the whole if you have if you have um, been diagnosed for having COVID, they will put you into like a whole hotel outside, I think in like Mississauga, free everything, free stay, all for the duration of your, your um, COVID. Oh. Yeah. I was shook. I said, I feel like some people probably were like, oh, sign me up. Let me cough on somebody. Cough on me. Like, like they say free, but like, Okay, we all know there's a cost attached to it, right? But then how free is it? I guess I guess that's in the cost because they say it's gonna cost two thousand. I want, did they say one way or, or there and back? I wonder if I have to Oh, this is for the airlines. For the airlines, yeah. Yes. I actually don't know too much about what's going on with the airlines, but I do know that they were stating if you are coming from a place that did not test you prior to entering the country, you're supposed to be held for a certain amount of time. And mm. then you have to, if your test comes positive, you are expected to pay a, a fine or something. Ish. Yeah. So that's one. And then if you come back and you're like, you have no symptoms, you have nothing, your test is like, not positive for COVID. Negative, you yeah. Yeah, you still have to self-isolate for that period of time regardless. So... Or I think I think you can self-isolate and go home, I think. Yeah. Wink, but then <laughs> they tell people to self-isolate, but what's been happening the whole time? Like, people are like, I I'm good. Let me, go to, let me go to my friend's house. I'm See, good. Now, my question is this. So the people who fly in and say they do... They test positive for COVID. Now they have to set, settle this bill or this fee. Mm -hmm. Does this, is this like bail? Uh, well, eh, no. Cause you, you can't still, you leave until you pay or do you get to still, do you get isolate, you stay isolated in quarantine and then you go home with this, just this bill on your head now. Oh, the second part. See, yo, they want that serve money back by any means necessary. I, trust me, I, I loved how the bill was $2,000. That's Isn't that weird? Cost up to almost $2,000. Oh, two, oh, okay. That's Granny. Oh. So interesting that it just sounded like the same deposit number. I'll just say allegedly. Granny. Just, just hmm. throw that out there. Right? But nah, I, I ain't paying no $2,000, man. That's, <laughs> I need $2,000 yeah. for me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I pay my taxes. <laughs> Right? Where's my bonus? Where's my oh, trust me? Where's mine? Other places in the world pay out their their citizens to almost up to two thousand dollars allegedly. 
you, you, you see, it's, it's best, you're gonna have to say, you have to say allegedly too to that because like <laughs> the state is still, they're still they're still trying to figure out the, um, yeah. the stimulus check thing. Yes, but I mean, it's, it was their way of keeping society uh, moving because if people really weren't getting any type of anything to keep them afloat, no money would be moving, and I think uh, to avoid getting into a depression. You know, we had to, they had to do something to make sure that happens. Um, and to all who do not know the difference on, uh, or don't understand how an economy can get into a depression, it's based on the amount of terms that the economy is in a deficit each cycle or each, um, oh gosh, what is this thing called? Each quarter. Each quarter, yeah. Yes. So say, for example, in the business world, whatever the business world is, if there's two quarters where it's in a deficit or it gets lower, that means we go into a recession. If it goes to four quarters of it just getting lower, we're in a depression. Mm. So that's some fun facts for everybody. Because this is a recession right now. I, I hope people realize. Like, Yes, we are currently in a recession. So it's basically the same like what happened in 2008. Eight? Which is coincidentally ten years ago, but uh, that's so interesting. Right? Learn, learn your math from the Simpsons. From the Simpsons. And you know what's funny? Ten years before that, there was another recession problem. There was. That's right. Hmm. Watch your Simpsons. <laughs> right. They'll teach you something. Hmm. Oh yeah. But look, I'm not. I'm not excited to go shopping anywhere for the most part. Oh, shopping. Like. Oh, shopping. Like I've been doing Amazon, like I don't, and just regular hand grab grocery stuff locally, right? So it's like, like what are people eager to go to? Mm. Right? I think people might end up crowding again. Um, Which will <laughs> crowding for recreational things because they're like, let me out! Oh my gosh! Like people need to enjoy themselves. They need to find their basic leisures in life, right? Mm. And. It sucks because, like, I for sure definitely miss dancing. So I feel like one of the first things that I would be pulled to would be any form of, like, club or outside parties or... But, yeah... You said even the inside. You said even the, <laughs> I'm, I mumbled that. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, but no, I said the gyms. I've like see now that. Don't get me started. Let me see if I can do a quick research. Like, what's going on with it? Like, are gyms? What? Well, one thing that I did not like was the regulation of gyms, because I don't understand how. And I was like, why didn't they refund me my money? <laughs> that was my Yo, biggest. That's... You're going to limit the amount of time that I get to be in the space, first off. Second off, you tell me that I can only go a maximum of up to three days. So when I was paying my 200 and some dollars a year for my membership, I had this amount of time, I was free and at will to go whenever I want, to choose my hours whenever I want. Um, there was no limit, essentially. Mm -hmm. Now you limit me to one hour max per day, three times a week. 
you're not going to give me my money? Nope. Not a not a discount. Not not a refund. No. Nope. Wow. Nope. 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 Yo, apparently because of this too, Starbucks is like not doing well here either. Really? There's been some that like, I've been like, yo, Starbucks used to be there, but how how are you guys not sure? What? Wow. They said they were closing like 300 uh, stores actually. Wow. Like across Canada? Yeah, 300 across oh, Canada. 300 across Canada. That's like how many? Two. In, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. But I knew they, I knew they were in trouble when um at my campus they they couldn't yeah. survive there. How do you not survive beside a college campus? Now to be. Oh no! I'm, I'm so okay. Let's time travel, everybody. So I'm talking about like <laughs> from 2000, 2000, Let's say twelve to two thousand fifteen, because that's where we're around. They couldn't survive there. Now, to be fair, there's two Tim Hortons in the inside the campus, so maybe that might be it. That's a thing, but yeah, that's their competition. It makes sense, bro. And I mean, no, no shade to Starbucks or anything, because actually, I do enjoy their frappes. Um, but their their coffee, I don't know. Like, there's something about the brew, something about the bean. It's just not it. It's not hidden. It hits different. The bean is not hitting. No, it's not. It's not. There's something about it that's just this. I don't know. Maybe it's the authenticity of the bean. Maybe I'm so used to the sugar rushed version of coffee from Tim Hortons. I don't know. Probably. But, well, that, that, could be, <laughs> that could be a factor. Yeah. It could be. But. Uh, shout out to Tim Hortons who sold their old supply to McDonald's, which is why McDonald's has a better coffee now. You you blew it, you idiots. You blew it. I'm just I'm just upset anyhow for any type of Canadian anything, and we just like to sell out our stuff. Like, bro, I'm getting upset. I, I, the moral of the story with this COVID thing is uh, I don't know. I don't know what the moral is. I, I guess one is like just keep your mask on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everything and wash your hands. Other than that, uh, these red zones, pink zones, black zones, uh, what does it mean? Right? And you raised a good, you raised a good point too. Like everyone says, re, uh, recrowding for recreational stuff, mm-hmm. and then the numbers go up. Are they gonna go back down to this mode and go up? Are they gonna like? Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not sustainable. Like you can't just keep. Flicking the light on and flicking the light <laughs> off, like I said last pod episode. But, but on top of it, everything is also on delay. Like they get their the information that they provide us is literally probably two weeks. You're being you're being too nice. I'm gonna say months. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna say months. <laughs> but it's like uh... with the way JT is moving, like. He's doing this like now with the airports, bro. You're a year and something months late. You're doing this now, now JT. For those who are wondering, it's not Justin Timberlake who recently apologized to Brittany and Janet. Not that, not that JT. The, our Prime Minister JT. For those. Mm-hmm. Justin Trudeau. This is this is high grade for Corey. Mm. Like I don't <laughs> like. 
It's a lot, man. It's a lot. You're just speechless sometimes. But I mean, what can what can you do? These guys are just they're just the people who are the face, man, of Canada. That's really it. I don't think they really have a hand or a say in how certain things get to be decided. It it it, it damn near seems so. Like it just like. That's what it feels like. Um, I'm the man. Now, <laughs> you had a range of emotions when you you took a nice day. Oh, shout yeah. out! To, shout out to Happy Valentine's Day, just for everyone watching, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, on this particular Valentine's Day, though, you mm-hmm. uh, were relaxing, being what? all cool and all, Chilling. and you were looking at uh, YouTube. Yes, I was. And I'll let you. I'll let you take it from here. But it just it started off. What, what was the first thing you were researching? So, I mean, okay. So Valentine's, you know, it really started with love. Like, don't get me wrong. It was all about like on my Instagram yesterday. Uh, people probably were like in my story, and I was sending out a lot of like, oh, bay this, bay that, you know. Then I had transitioned over. You know, I had my beautiful you know, sermon, did my little readings today, was getting it with myself, having some self-care. And then, you know, getting through my little stuff, myself, my affirmations. And it just led into a whole nother direction than what I was thinking. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Z's wormhole. <laughs> I, that sounds her a little, wormhole. her wormhole. That sounds... Yeah. <laughs> That sounds a little Z's wormhole. We'll, we'll, we'll go. We'll go with that for now. Oh, that sounds a little. That sounds a little off. But um, it started talking about the music industry. So of course, I love to listen to music, and a lot of times, like as we know on the Vent Podcast, we love to interview a lot of Toronto's up and coming artists and mm-hmm. and music people. You know, and of course, it transitioned into this weird self-love, self-affirmation like mantra to... Mantras, okay, I like that, mantras. To, like, industry plugs and clones and how the industry has removed certain rappers and these rappers are now not real people. So... So, we'll just say allegedly, because we... Because at the end of the day, just... yeah. It was a lot. It just turned into a lot of conspiracy ideas, and um, YouTube is is weird like that. Like it's yeah. I don't know why it wants to take you through this wormhole, but it's like this is where you. It's like it, it's basically saying this is where you should be. <laughs> <laughs> after you've gone through your self care, after you've gone through all this affirmation talk, your self talk that let's take you down to the conspiracy section. Like why are we doing this? And it was, I think it was because I was looking, who was I looking into? I was looking into, I think it was Orlando Brown. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. And he was the first person that I started on. And then it ended up being that this person was saying that Orlando Brown and a rapper named Trippy Red. Trippy Red, yeah. 
they were saying that they look alike. Uh... They have the similarity and like appeal and all this other stuff. And then they went on to say that how they sound the same, behave the same, all these other stuff. So I was like, okay. I mean, it, it started that way. It was very honest, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of a sudden, from that trippy red thing, it went to Gucci Man. Oh, here we go. The classic. Right? He's a classic legend. Right? And one of the people who I used to listen to a lot and who I was like, this was my favorite rapper at one point, was Hobson. Hobson, yeah. I loved Hobson. Like, hands down, he was one of my best, like, top choices. Mm-hmm. And then it was a whole ploy on that Hobson is now Gucci. Uh, okay. I can see why in the nose structure, in the mouth, like they're thinking that, but... Okay, let's play with this. Allegedly. Continue. Right, allegedly. allegedly. Uh, uh, yeah. And then there was, after all of that, then it became like, whoa. I was like, what are we talking about here? Then it moved on to, um, what's his name? Then it was Eminem. Mm-hmm. You know, the infamous Slim Shady. And then it progressed to, oh gosh. Some young cat named Boo. Boo? Little Boo? I think that's his name. Little Boo. Yes. And then Little Boo, he was on this interview with Vlad TV. And he was talking about how he has been co- has been cloned. Uh, whoa. <laughs> trust me. This wormhole got real deep. Trust me. Um, and Boo was basically in this interview with Vlad TV. So... I don't know if I should recommend this, but I don't know. But they <laughs> <laughs> say that Boo started really talking about how the industry, the music industry, is making these. You know how we some people have been talking about how Six Nine is a whole industry plant and yes. how it's not yeah. a real person and everything like that. Boo was basically confirming these allegations by stating that yeah, these things are real. This is what the industry does. They actually do create clones. Allegedly, yeah. Right? And then he went on to say that he himself was a clone. Now, that's interesting. Now, mind you, I was really enjoying this because I had my wine beside me. I said, really? (laughs) 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 This is how I'm spending my vows. Really? Tell me more. Wow. Did you... you (laughs) Did you do that sip where you were like, <laughs> you did right. that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, um. I, I don't know if it's on this level, like, someone saying, I am the clone. Yeah. And it was like, he was boldly going on and talking about how the industry is doing this and the practice of it. And, um, but he wasn't going in depth. Oh, it was just surface level. Yes, very surface level. But then as I was there looking for him, I said, whoa, if anything, he did a really good job with his marketing because he made me continue to look for his music and see who he is, Ah. interviews and all these other stuff. I was like, boy, he had me for that one. He had me because, yeah, you did that. I say you did that. Now to know if he is, the reason why I bring him up too is because he said that he was from Canada. Okay. So 
how did Canada get into the mix with him? So he stated that he was re or his clone was created in Canada. Uh, okay, like a, so now, a fit. now we're saying we we make clones in Canada. Whoa, that's what Whoa. that's what, that's what he is basically is, saying. Is basically saying because he's not from Canada. He was born in New Jersey, raised in raised in another part of the states, but then he was cloned in Canada. Hmm. And I was like, but mind you, I've always said Canadians make and create some of the best artists and creators, but we don't make any money here. We make money in the States. You make money in the States, yeah. Because a lot of the history or a lot of the industry in Hollywood are Canadians. And you know, no. So there's quite a few, like um if I had to go to listeners, um Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. Ryan Gosselin, mm-hmm. Michael Myers, mm-hmm. uh, Jim Carrey. Uh, I'll throw music to uh, Drake, Weekend, yep. uh, Daystar, Tory Lanez, yep. uh, P&D. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, who else? Who else? Who else is Canadian? Are we in the female section, too? Uh, who's the one who does the... Uh, the- uh, Melanie the Fiona. Yes. There's another one who does a morning show. Uh, a morning show. Yes, I think it's the Good Morning America one. Oh, okay. Um, I don't remember her name. But but but, we, but Jim Carrey is a heavy. <laughs> I'll, throw, <laughs> I'll even throw in Snow. I'll throw him yeah. in too. Yeah. Like all these people have made like some big sort of stuff. like a big yeah like a big straw. I was gonna say like a big landmark in the states, yeah. and they're all Canadian, yeah. All Canadian, so it's like, hmm. I wonder if he was just only saying that because we're the place that generates all the good artists. Hey. That could be a point, right? And again, good marketing. <laughs> but back to what I was saying with this wormhole. So, with all of that. It ended up going where I landed on um, this guy named Tom McDonald. Now, Tom McDonald, I believe, he's also Canadian as well. Okay. I believe. Allegedly. I could be wrong, so don't hold me to it. But this, this rapper, he has been quite an interesting person. Yeah, he's Canadian. He's from Canadian? Vancouver. From yep. Vancouver, okay. So now this makes even more sense. Because I remember seeing him on, I think, We Love Hip Hop. And We Love Hip Hop was very much, I, didn't, I don't know if it, they were upset, but from the snippet that I got, they were kind of like waiting for a pivotal point for him to say something. And then when he said it and dropped the bomb, they were like, oh, yeah, we knew it. Like... So it was kind of like expected that he would say that kind of oh okay or that rhetoric, but essentially he has been talking about in his music, he kind of plays this role of being the villain and the best friend at the same time. So he amplifies and really talks about stereotypes and how we constantly are curating stereotypes and living Mm -hmm. them and have absorbed them, but 
he also comes with the rhetoric as well as the perspective of somebody who is on the on the oppressed side of those stereotypes. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's very interesting. So like some of his songs, he had one where it was called Straight White Man. <laughs> Another one was um, called No Lives Matter. It, oh, um, okay. Then he has another one called Fake Woke. What else? Fell Out. That, but it's oh, very oh, The last video that I saw, he, the, what I mean, the video was crazy. It was, it was so in your face. I, I couldn't even fathom seeing somebody of like, I couldn't fathom seeing a black person doing this and then being told that they will live another day. Mm, okay. That's, that's an interesting way to put it. Yeah. Because go deeper. What did he do? He, right. He went on to talk about the Illuminati basically talked about their practices, what they do, how they do it. Then he went on to say, um, basically talking about how he's an independent artist and he can do it and he's not going to sign himself to them. He's not going to sell his soul to them. He's, he was symbolically ripping their contracts. He had a car that was a nice car that said independent. And then his lyrics were basically saying like, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to ever not read a, tr a contract. I'm never going to sell myself. I'm never going to do all these things. And I'm still going to make bank regardless. Now I'm looking at some, no, so if for those who are like listening, you can Google, not Google them. You can on, uh, type them in YouTube and some of his tracks, Tom, uh, Tom, Mac, Tom MacDonald, uh, sell out 2.6 million views. Uh, if I was black, 6.1 million views. Keep in mind, guys, he's a white rapper. So that's... He's a white rapper with tattoos all over him with its extensions braided in his hair. Um, wow. And his sound is a combination of Eminem and... Um, the song No Lives Matter, 9.7 million views. That's all he... It's intense. So, like it's intense. So part of me kind of felt like after watching all that stuff about the industry and having people be plants and the rhetoric, he just so seemed like the irony of it all. Like he was the, the icing. He was a cherry, sorry, on top of it all. Not even he the icing, the cherry. cherry. To like encapsulate this whole idea because it just brought me to him, right? And it was like, here he is talking about, and don't get me wrong, there are some views that I agreed with, but it was so brash within the actual lyrics. It was like, it was too too straightforward to take seriously. Okay, I see, I see I yeah. Yeah, like it kind of felt like, I don't know if you're mocking at this point or if this is actual craft and the message that you're really trying to provide or the message that you're trying to send because it was very interesting. And then the comments were even more interesting. The fact that there was a person who was like, I'm a 70 year old man and I, I listened to this and he got something going on. Hmm. Oh, I'm a 50 year old woman. And this is, I don't listen to rap, but this, 
this young guy, he definitely gets it. That's okay. That seems to be a thing with um, with some rap fans. Like they stick to their, dare I say, their color uh, quite hard, and they always emphasize like I don't listen to this genre in general. But this person though, he definitely hit the nail. On, he on hit the, the nail. So it's like, I was like mm. be real. Eminem definitely, Eminem definitely got that. There's a lot right. of people I grew up with that went, I don't listen to rap, but I listen to Eminem. And it's just like, uh. Oh. And that's okay. Like if if that, but then even then that goes contrary to what he was even projecting in his lyrics. Because if you're only listening to him because he is of the same background and not really solely based on the fact of his message, then it's different. Mm-hmm. And if you're only tuning into him due to the fact of his background, then are you really as different? Like, you, yeah. Right. Right. So it was just kind of like, it was very interesting. Like, what I mean, interesting, very interesting. But it was just also to see like the type of person they have created and the type of like, now, in addition to it, reason why I say that, supposedly there's, from what I gathered in the video and even from my wormhole, there was this one person who's, page he said that there are certain symbols and certain things that would even Tom McDonald said it certain Mm. things you would see that the Illuminati would engage in so engage in so engage in so for example they often work in riddles that's uh, allegedly they work in riddles so sometimes you're supposed to figure it out through the names of the artists that they have. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. I was like, I, Tom, Tom McDonald, old McDonald, that kind of seems very catchy. Tom McDonald, old McDonald, how to form, okay. Because yeah. you always wonder if artists, I don't, do artists really change, not change, do they really choose their name? Like, this is my rap name. Or it's more like, okay, I like your rap name, but we're going to market you, you're going to drop right? this letter and do this and go with that. But exactly. someone unsuspecting would be like, oh, okay, that sounds doper to me. But they don't realize in the bigger pool, nah, it's like, because remember, you remember, you're familiar with uh, Common, right? Yes, I am. So actor, rapper, uh, I think I'll call him activist. I think he's activist. I'll say activist, quote unquote. Yeah. But his rap name in the beginning was Common Sense. And from 19, so when he, when his album Resurrection came out in 1994, he dropped the common sense and went common. And just common. Right? Mm-hmm. Or how like, uh, are you familiar with the, the locks? The locks, no. Jadakiss, Styles P, Sheik. But basically, mm, okay. so basically the group name in the beginning was the Warlocks, which I, I actually prefer that name because it sounds, but, but they but like I said, you allegedly you go to these people and they're like, "This is my, this is our group name," and they're mm. like, "The Warlocks." Okay, huh? How about you just drop the war and just go locks? Right, like, right. Then you're thinking, okay, maybe it's easier to say. You're thinking, you're probably thinking like basic marketing, like it's easy to say yeah. or catchy. But then you don't know, you don't know if the person telling you that it's like, no, we need this particular part. Yeah, we need this for the riddle, as you said, allegedly. 
There's be a lot of legend. <laughs> this is a legend Valentine's Day. <laughs> okay, I can I can see it like that. Like, right? But it was crazy. Um, but then right. YouTube wormholes, man. Yo, and then it's, you know, it used, it used to be worse too. Like it seems like, but you know where it also it ma- mapped me to. It mapped me to Bill Cosby. It jumped so okay. <laughs> So let's, so let's recap on the timeline. It went from love, self-love, mantras, to the industry on how they allegedly get down. The cherry on top was old McDonald, a.k.a. Tom Arnold. Or McDonald. I said Tom McDonald, yeah. Yeah. And then they went to Bill Cosby. And then jumped me to Bill Cosby as Bill Cosby, Cosby was talking about Black history that never made the history books. Oh, okay. And then it went through a whole segment of bill cosby telling you about the deconstruction of the black man whoa i wasn't ready so went from so outro egg oh that's okay that's a right (laughs) but then at the same time it makes kind of sense what bill was talking about it it does because it was kind of like bill Cosby when it jumped there it was kind of like how media hides away the history of of black civilization i guess you can say or black history mm-hmm. and then how they bombard it with the media mm, okay to distract you so it's like that essentially was the contrast so you have the generated manipulated perspective and then Edited, you have yeah. The, yeah and then you have the the stuff that missed the actual books, the edited out stuff. It was like, whoa, what a Valentine's. That, what is, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, uh, hmm. And the thing is, it's like, as a people, we're not the ones that had like certain segments that happened in history that were not written down or edited out or they, mm-hmm. or they damn near burned the book. Mm-hmm. Right? we're not the first mm-hmm. right? yeah but also just the fact that you know especially during black history month it's very interesting to know that how much of black history has been edited and um also just how much black history has been repurposed in a different way I think that was the biggest part. And especially for, and when I say history, I don't only think of history as in back then. I think of current day because once tomorrow happens, today is yesterday. Today's yesterday, yeah. Or today is is history, right? So we live being, what we are presently is going to be history tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. So... It's like, it's very interesting how certain things about Black history or about Black identity or just the deconstruction of Blackness had, like, evolved. And not even just to say, like, from a a, um, a slave mentality or, like, shipping over of, like, enslaving of people and then moving them over, but just also the enslaving of ideas and 
work and products and inventions and innovation and oh especially inventions yeah yeah it's like whoa like when i mean hold the phone hold the phone like well i was so shook like and it was crazy how it's like you know i'm a big person on like consuming Mm -hmm. what you consume it it plays out because then your mind gets gets to it's basically like you absorb it yeah you absorb it you consume whatever so it's like not only from what you eat goes into your body but what you see goes into your body so if you're there's a whole issue when people say that they see violence and then all of a sudden they're desensitized to violence okay so if you're told that um and this is also why we have campaigns about people feeling that they are less of because of their their blackness oh because i'm not fair we're we're slowly getting out of that era of oh the fairer that i am I'm considered more beautiful the fairer that I am. The colorism it, concept. It's a, it's slow, yeah. We're slowly getting out of it. Yeah. But to see how much of it is continuously projected and reinforcing that idea, it's crazy. Like you walk into any like um, like shoppers talking about Walgreens, and you go to that beauty section, you just see a lot of the beauty section alone will be like, damn, okay. There was that whole issue that happened in Montreal. Where they, yeah, where they, they deliberately blocked, alleged, I say allegedly, deliberately blocked off the black care products. The black care products and said, the girl on the line, she said, so this is essential and this is not. So you're saying that I'm not essential. And my lady stood there and said, what's the problem? what's the problem yo yo that was really it for me i really was like girl girl you're we already know that herbal herbal essence whatever it's called does not work for every black girl's hair afro-canadian afro-caribbean afro-american afro whoever does not work for their hair Mm -hmm. so now all of a sudden you're what's the problem when my she literally explained it why is this section closed off but this section is accessible and it's still serving the same purpose. It's hair and conditioner. This is also hair and conditioner. Why is this hair and conditioner accessible, but this one is not? But, but why? What's the problem? problem? Yo, yo. When my lady was going on about that, I said, no, you need to fire her. She doesn't know how to work. Clearly you don't, you don't understand how you're doing a disservice to that company that you work for based on your own prejudice. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Because if I was to really look at it, if from a business point standpoint, for just looking at it for sales and making sure sales are coming in, you did a very big disservice to that company. You just lost two, two customers. Well, well there was more than two. It was, I think, four girls, four women. Mm-hmm. You just lost four sales in that day due to your ignorance and your your bias you also got uh gave us bad press at the end of the day they, you don't want a company's name going like like this happened at this walmart or this happened at this um no man loblaws or no man or this happened at walgreens because you know they read they read the name first and they're like oh okay 
And then they say the area, like, oh, I know that one. And then that's, I'm telling you, Z, when people get those phone calls at 3 a.m., like, yo, our name is on the news. You need to fix it. Click. <laughs> the PR comes in. Yo. I actually watched that show. That show was crazy. What's it, what's it called? PR. Uh, oh, gosh. And it's on Netflix, right? It is on Netflix. And it's about the life of a PR person. Oh, my gosh. The oh, that's, that's something interesting. Yeah. Ooh, it is interesting because you see a lot of the cover-ups. And I said, well, there you go. That's probably why the Illuminati has been surviving for so long. This is <laughs> <What>? why. <laughs> this is why. This is why we can never get anything right. Like, damn wild but no it, it's an actually really good show um if by any chance i find it i'll, I'll put it in the chat well, well for, yeah i'll put it in the in the instagram post and let people know what i'm talking about um i don't know but the moral of the story of this this wormhole i don't know youtube's crazy it's crazy it, youtube is crazy i mean and especially for my valentine's i was thinking that i was going to get more conversations around how to attract a mate or not be, oh, this is one title that has been definitely getting to me and I don't know what it even means. Okay. But <laughs> a masculine okay. woman. E oh, sorry, should repeat that, replay that again. Masculine woman. Now, when you, okay, when I hear a title like that, I go, what do you mean by a masculine woman? Like, right? And the first thing I think of is like physicality. That's the first thing I think of. Like, okay, but like she's in shape, she built. Okay. Right, right. She's a little bit, mm, she got some muscles on her, her pecs. Oh, yeah, her breast go. Yeah, okay. Ooh, no, that's not it. No. They're talking about her demeanor, her, her attitude, her character oh. is masculine. And I was like, one, it's great to know that we are now understanding the concept of feminine to masculine beings and the and we're we're talking about the spectrum of masculinity and femininity mm -hmm. but i was kind of like why are we shaming masculine women that was my thing now what was the video conveying that like a shaming thing or just like here this is awareness of what the characteristics uh, you'll see I would definitely yeah, say it was shaming because now I I guess there's more to the, the whole interview because it was an interview with OT Genesis, uh, which is a, a rapper. OT original testament Genesis? Yes. <laughs> yes. So supposedly there was a little confrontation with him and this masculine woman. Now this oh. was a it was a reaction video and the, they were getting like a highlight of the interview. And basically from what I gathered in the end of this video though, which still didn't make any sense. And I said to myself, Whoa, we need to pull that back and have a conversation on that. That's what we need to have a conversation on. It was more so the fact that she was, you can see that she was kind of provoking the young man. Oh, and okay. But it wasn't, it wasn't provoking in a way where, I guess it was kind of like, he kind of felt that he was dealing with, he was entertaining them and bringing them energy and fame and all the other stuff by being on their show. Mm -hmm. So he, he was trying to give them, um, what's this word? I'm oh thinking notoriety. 
Yeah, essentially. And, um, but what she turned around and said was, oh, you know, if I were that type of person and I wanted to go and do, do stuff for clout, I could have done it a long time ago. That was her statement. So mm-hmm. he had pre- he had pressed her on that and said, oh, so who do you know? Who you work with? Who, who, who in the industry? And she was like, I don't really feel like getting into it. And he, he kept pressing. And then she turned around. She's like, well, I work for uh, DJ Academics. Okay. So Academics is a pretty well-known person. He's, He's pretty, pretty good in the industry, right? Who also, so, wait, before you, before you say, who also mm-hmm. stated, um, he had a recent thing on Twitch where he's like, he's talking about things that happen in industry. I just found that interesting. This happened this whole week. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe the, and maybe the algorithms, because he, 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 maybe, right? Maybe. I said she works for academics. She, she worked for academics. So she was saying like, if she really wanted to, if she was basing herself off of clout, she would have done, she would have had it a long time ago, but she didn't. So you can tell that she was a genuine person by that statement. But that also kind of showed how OT readjusted himself in the conversation now. Because it's like, oh, so you got connections like that. But then as the conversation transpired, um, instead of being like playful as like, as the person who was doing the reaction video was talking about, he all of a sudden started getting confrontational and then he started threatening her. Like passively threatening her, where it's like you don't want people to follow you outside of here, right? Okay, that's 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 a passive aggressive, passive aggressive. Like you don't want people following you outside. What? Right? You want to go home safely, don't you? You want to go home safely? This is a legend, but but this is if if he said that, right? Just just for protection, so he doesn't. Yeah, but it was just kind of like, whoa. But then it was the fact that, you know, she's a masculine woman. I don't think anyone, regardless how masculine or unmasculine they are, why are they being friends? That's a weird statement to say. Like, you you don't want people following you, do you? What? In mid-convo? You you want to make it all safely, right? Because of the confrontation, the back forth. Yeah, because... I get where he was coming from because as the narrator, the narrator reactioner was saying, he was like, you know, I have no hands on you disrespecting me. If somebody sees you disrespecting me, they may take it upon themselves to go and do something to you because you disrespected me. I'm the Mm -hmm. wrong person to disrespect. So I got that and I understood that, but it was like, but you're giving permission by saying that. That's yeah. Right. It's like, now, what OT needs to do is uh, practice eight forms of love, so he doesn't, <laughs> so he doesn't uh, tell people to worry about their safety. Right. Or uh, you sure you want to do that? You sure you want to put your hand there? Okay. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. But, now, oh, man. I don't know. YouTube's yeah. crazy. That's all I gotta say. YouTube is crazy. I don't even know how or when or whatever. But let's get into the love. Let's let's give and leave off with a with a good note. With a good love. love note, yeah. Yeah. So we were talking about uh, different types of love, and as we were supposed to have, we were supposed to have somebody join us um, on this podcast and talk about 
love. Now, some of you guys may know um, the host, but we had the hostess with the Moses, um, Tanika, and she is the host of Unattached and Unbothered. And basically, it is a podcast um, that she shares her experiences as a single uh, Black woman within today's dating scene. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, she has gone through the ringer, I guess you can say, with doing speed dating, um, the different types of dating, what's accessible here in Toronto, options that are available within Toronto, and just, you know, really diving deep on all forms of relationship. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, I'm here, I'm here. (laughs) Right? (laughs) On all forms of relationship, whether it is uh, self having a relationship with yourself, having a relationship with a potential partner and or a relationship with a constant committed partner, right? Mm. So with that, we are now going to be listing the eight different types of love. So last week we did your love language and basically talking about like, oh, what do you find is the best way for receiving love? But this one is all about- touching. All kinds yeah. of touches. Yeah. Mine's the act of service and quality time and words of affirmation. And James would be uh-huh. all touching as well. Yeah. Yes, he's touching as well. <laughs> but for the different loves, types of love, it was when someone was like, oh, you don't love me. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, well, if they said, I do love you, but it's like, what type of love do you have for me? Well, here are the different types. You have agape, which is selfless love. That's not a country. <laughs> agape? That sounds like a country. Ag- no, that's no. That sounds like a country. Like that sounds like a South America country. South America, agape. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> then you have. I really have a very hard time saying this one, but philotia, self-love. Okay, everyone should have, so everyone should have that off the rip. Yes, they should have those two at least. Selfless love and self-love. Yeah. Um, Mania, which is obsessive love. Uh Oh, that's how you get get hot grits thrown on your back, like Al Green. Mm. And then she ended up shooting herself after. Oh, I'm sorry, I I should should not say the second part. Recipe, allegedly, sir. allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. Then we got Ludus love, which is playful love. Play, okay, playful love. Playful love. Play, what's that? How do you? Okay. Then you have Eros, which is romantic love. Sounds Greekish. Eros is that something like a Greek? Yes, it is. A Greek figure that was stolen by black people again. By the Egyptian fair. Oh, you know what? Let me, let me stop. Anyways, continue. <laughs> then we got storage, which is fam- familiar love. Okay. So familiar. Watch. Okay. Watch the lyrics. Familiar. Familia. Yeah. Family. Yeah. Fam- okay. Okay. That's okay. Then you have pragma, which is enduring love. That's what that means. Pragma. Okay. Okay, that's what it means. Okay, pragma. And then philia, which is affectionate love. Not the not the bad kind, but the good kind. 
a good time. Oh, no one will get that joke. Oh, right, right, right. I really hope no one gets that joke. But <laughs> it's an evil joke. But uh, Philia, right? Yes. Uh, is love without romantic attraction and occurs between friends or family members? Mm-hmm. I thought that would be for a story. Well, I guess. For me, your love, I feel like that's something where it's like you've had an acquaintance with it before and then you've come back to it. And you're like, oh, yes. I remember why I enjoyed this. Like, I feel like that's what that would be. That sounds like the the ex, the ex thing. Yeah. Ooh. Which is, uh, oh, no. Which, you know, that could be a deadly one. Yeah. Because it's something that you know. So you run back to it. You run back to it. Yo, that's that's storage and love. You're onto something. I think you're on to <laughs> Wow. Yo, I just took that in. Like, yo, okay. That might be it. Damn. Oh, wow. Now I feel like we need to reread these. <laughs> no, like, yeah, like. Like, what is, what, how is that, how does it play out when you engage in these types of love, right? So, I guess everyone would have some form of storage love because you would have to come back to that person or whoever, mm-hmm. right? But then if it's in a situation, I guess that would be an extreme sense of a, of a situation where you would return back to somebody who is no longer romantic. Like, yeah, you're no longer romantically with, but because there is such a familiarity with that individual, you you're willing to, that's the type of love that you have with that person. Yeah, that's uh wow, right? And then you, of course, you have the ludus, ludus, which is playful love. So it's like those people who can go and banter back and forth with each other, but they know it's all love because it's they just take it lightly. They take it lightly, they got, yeah. They got ludus love with each other. They they can be playful. Now, now, now mania. Yes, that was uh, the one I was. Talking. Yeah, that one's uh obsessive obsessive that's that i think is lust hmm obsessive but but i want to go literal well it could be lust but i want to go literal it's probably like a because when you're obsessed with someone you're like it's like a possession type of thing like mm-hmm. like like oh like you know you're, you're about to leave me no 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 wait like ooh. Controlling. Like, yeah, we see this controlling too. I can see that. Obsessive love. That's mm, I don't know them things. I mean, once upon a time, I used to have engaged in obsessive love. Oh, so 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 Z, <laughs> so Z would. So this is the seed. It's like a medium shot. You see the person s- uh, sitting on the couch, just sweating. You see Z's foot just enter the frame and just be like. Listen here, buddy. You're not going nowhere. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you're wearing high heels too, so your foot your foot steps in the frame. And you're just like, listen, buddy, you're not going nowhere. All right. You're gonna break it up with me. I'll decide when I'll decide when I break up with you. Okay. You're not going nowhere. And I mean, I've seen both sides of it. Damn. Yes, I've been the receiver and the receivee or the receiver. And then the giver. That's the type of dude that like, that grabs you by the elbows. Like, no, no, not by the <laughs> elbows. No, no, no. 
like, you know how <laughs> you know how some dudes try to get your attention and they sort of like yeah. do like the tender like you hold their hand right mm-hmm. they, they do like that elbow grab mm-hmm. that's that's obsessive <laughs> and they're all cockeyed and everything that's an obsessive love i'm not here for it or if a girl to me like she has like she has that weird cockeyed look right? I, try to, I try to leave <laughs> i try to leave a the room for because I'm thirsty, man. I need to get a drink. And she's like blocking the doorway. Like, what are you blocking the doorway for? Like, where are you going? Like, where all you going? need to drink is me. I'm all your the... tall glass of water. Yo, that wow. <laughs> wow. Those are the problems Del Peach cannot have. Right. In the future love life. <laughs> not <That's>... having that. <laughs> I'm about to get up. Where are you going? Come back. Right. <laughs> When you move a little too too quick, they're looking at you sideways. Why are you looking at me so hard? Now, because it, because this is an obsessive love, would you include stalking into that? Yeah. that? Yes, I would put that under that umbrella as well. Stalking is some next level stuff. Wow. Now that list is for everybody to really take in and and like really see which love they have. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> because. As much oh. as people would not want to admit, sometimes you don't know that you're engaging in certain forms of love, you know? Now, one thing I would really want a definition is romantic love. That I cannot lie. Oh, okay. That's, oh, shoot. <laughs> Yo, there's a picture of this too. Hold on. Okay. We're, do, we're gonna do some production right now. Hold on, let me see if I can find. Let me hold on. So, no, keep, keep going, keep going. I'm gonna set this up. Yeah, no, I think that would be like really important because I think that people sometimes need to also see visuals of what that may look like or representations of what that may look like, or mm-hmm. even like as you were just <laughs> explaining how that plays out, type of like situations of what those types of loves are. You know, some people may love to have someone who's obsessive over them. You know, as that statement, I want someone who loves me more than I love them. I wish I could play an instrumental to that. I should play an instrumental to this. I don't know if I get hit with copy. You know what? Let me not do it. <laughs> I was going to share the screen. So in this screen now, you're showing, yeah. So you have philia, affectionate love. What do we say it's called? Wait, they call it all. Yeah, affectionate love. Yeah, yeah affectionate love. Uh, let's see. A love that runs deep in true friends. Okay. Mm-hmm. Exchange your beliefs and imperfections with close friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. You have pragma. Uh, pragma. Mature loves. Mature loves. That, oh, over time. Mm. That's a strong one. Mm-hmm. Put effort into long-term and uh, reciprocal uh, relationships. I butchered that word, but it's okay. So this is for all the people who are like, um, how come I can't find Mr. Right and blah, blah, blah. Is your pragma up? <laughs> is your pragma love in there? Do you have it? Are you equipped with it? All right. That's, That's funny. Is your, is your pragma up? <laughs> Get that little pragma. You should right? talk about that. Okay, storage love flows between parents and children. Yeah. Yeah, familiar, familiar, family, mm. yeah. 
Or childhood friends, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Then arrows, which is romantic love. Personal infatuation and physical pleasure. Oh, okay. That's I'm okay. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be on the arrows wave. Okay. Definitely no, definitely arrows. Everybody got everybody got storage. Mm. I don't know if I have this yet though. That's Ludus. A, a, a pragma. Oh, I don't pragma. Know if I, have, I don't know if I have. I have yet. pragma. I have pragma. Hmm. And it's Ludus. moving on. Ludus flirting in the beginning. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. So this is this is considered the uh, the beginning. So this is less then. It sounds like it, yeah. Mm. Being playful, jokey, jovial, aka the the honeymoon stage. Okay, okay. Oh. So when you don't really know each other yet, and you're not strangling each other yet. Okay. Now mania, Mm-mm. obsessiveness, or madness. Over love of mm. okay, madness. That's a little. And you know what? Some people don't realize they bring that out of people. And you know what? Sometimes it's also not even intentional. You know, as as much as we are humans and we separate ourselves from animals, we do produce pheromones. Sometimes our scent can trigger somebody in a different way. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm finding out with the, some of the colognes I wear. That's, yeah. Sometimes they can make somebody, whoa, you, you smell so nice. Oh, what are you wearing? All of a sudden, they're like attracted to you. You're like, whoa, why are you coming so close? Why are you standing so close to me? You right. never stand this close to me. <laughs> whoa. Um, like you're chilling? Like, yeah, other times they get to know you, and then all of a sudden, some of their values, when they meet you, they're contradictory and therefore they try to do things to secure you. So for example, I remember one time the person who, who was quite obsessed, they were uncomfortable with the fact that I was, I would go out unattended at night. (laughs) So they would make sure, no, trust me, it was something. They would make sure to come and pick me up wherever I was, regardless if I asked them or not. No matter what. No matter what no time. Matter. Yep. And I said, whoa, we're not doing this. I don't need a ride. Sometimes I just want to be by myself. And they were refusing the fact of my personal space. So when that now comes in to you're impeding the person's request, impeding the person's space and all that other stuff. Now you're definitely on some mania love right here. That's a, it's yeah. No longer, yeah. It's no longer a conversation. This is a monologue. You want to do and execute, and you think whatever you think is best for me, and you only want to participate in that. Even yeah. in the description here, um, mania is an obsessive love towards a partner. It mm-hmm. leads to unwanted jealousy or possessiveness. Yeah, I said possession. Uh, known mm-hmm. as codependency. Yikes. Okay. Mm-hmm. They most cases wanted of, that. Yeah, most cases of obvious, uh, not obvious, obsessive love are found in couples with an imbalance of love towards each other, an imbalance of Eros and Ludus. Oh, okay, hold on, we'll, we'll go back. An imbalance of Eros, Eros and, and Ludus is the main cause for mania. Mm. With healthy levels of playful romantic and romantic love, the harm of obsessive love can be avoided. Mm. Wow, how to what? avoid? Okay, so Z, so I know for the future. 
How, what not to do. How to avoid mania. Recognize <laughs> obsessive or possessive behavior before acting on, mm. uh, upon it. Mm-hmm. Focus on yourself more versus another person. Put mm-hmm. trust into your relationships. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes you can't even tell the person to trust you or not. Sometimes they just, that's just how they feel. You can't do anything about that. No. So it's a, it's a mix of playful love and romantic. And romantic. But, but uh, madness, that's a crazy mm. word to use. Like over security. Like, like over. Yeah. yeah. He- helicopter parent, helicopter. Okay. Mm. Okay. Uh, now I'm going to say Phila Tia. No, Phila Utia. I Whatever. feel like Phila Tia sounds better. Yeah, let's go with that one. Because Phil. No, Phila Tia. Mm-hmm. No, there I got it. I got it. Fill it to you. Mm-hmm. If it's not, then too bad. Now, um, <laughs> having a healthy... This is what people need to have more of. Self-compassion love towards oneself. Yes. The love catalyst is soul. Okay, that's, that's a little deep. Yes. But Respect. we're not mixing it with narcissism. <laughs> that's okay. That's the key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the key part. Ways yeah. to show this love, respect, accept, and appreciate yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Like last... loving the skin you're in, loving your size, loving who you are, what you do, how you whatever. Like mm. you, you know, you got a gap tooth, love it, own it, baby. Yes. You know what's funny, Z? I you so growing up, do you remember me having a gap tooth? I honestly don't. Cause I remember I don't know. I think mine just came together eventually. I don't know what, I don't know how that works. Mm-hmm. But I think I was editing our footage one time and I'm like, since when are my teeth straight? And then I realized, <laughs> oh, should I? I lost my gap. Like the gap tooth. Random, random, random facts <laughs> by Delphi. Oh, it's true. I mean, for me, I have, I still do have buck teeth, but I grew into my buck teeth. And I mean, it took a very long time for me to love myself and my, my teeth. And you're, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Right? But it, it's true. Like some people, it's a very long journey that they take before they actually start to love themselves. So mm-hmm. if you are in the process and you're still trying to figure it out, ignore all the bad thoughts about you. You are beautiful. You are amazing. You are strong. There's no one like you. you there can never be a carbon copy of you. So why not love yourself? Unless you're in the industry, then apparently that's a thing. But uh, now oh, the last, <laughs> now, <laughs> now allegedly, now the last one, agape, which sounds like a South American country, mm. uh, an empathetic attitude of love for uh, for everyone and anyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see. Really, agape is the highest level of love to offer. It's given mm-hmm. without any expectations of receiving anything in return. Okay, so yeah, selfless. Yeah. So Off. is your is your agape or agape love up there too? Because some of you guys are wit, you're very much willing to receive, but you're not willing to give. Mm. And in order for you to get some love back, you need to give some love. That, that's yeah. Offering agape is a decision to spread love and uh, in any circumstances, including destructive situations. Whoa, okay, slow. Whoa, slow that down. Agape is not a physical act. It's a feeling. But the acts of self-love can uh, elicit agape since self-muttering leads to 
results. Mm. Is it illis, illit? illit? Whatever, man. The Sunday people, we want me to do that. <laughs> they have the, oh, they, oh, they have combos, okay. So friendship, so friendship, you have a uh, philia, storage. Philatia. Mm. Mm-hmm. Significant other, you should be pragma. You are uh, eros and ludus. Okay. So work together with your partner, yeah. Set a time for you and your partner. Keep your love exciting with humor and flirting. Yeah, you can, you can do all that. And if her family of storage, agape, and philia. Now, okay, they're saying, so love your family no matter what. Kassan, mm. mm, that's, wow. That's hard for some people, though. That's actually, yeah. Yeah, that's a little, that's interesting, though. Mm. Ah, so they even give you the different types that you should have for each. Wow, that's actually pretty cool. That's pretty, yeah. What is this website? Uh, where did I see this? Oh, so FTD. Oh, it's not, it's not what you think, people. FTD.com. Uh, it's a blog. FTD.com. Yeah. Even if you type in Google FTD.com and you type in as well types of love and it should come up. Be a gold font website with a swanky cursive writing. You see two white white people, big noses, looking into their eyes. Uh, if you see the two big uh, nose people looking into the eyes, then you're you're in the web white website. Nice. See, I can't talk today. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I'm just... Don't worry, you and me both. <laughs> I can't find any of my words. <laughs> I didn't have champagne yet. I'm gonna have some champagne after this, so I can focus. Mm. But I definitely can say that has taught me a lot. Like all the different types of love, the forms of love. You know what kinds of love that I need to actually work on in order for me to be a little bit more loving. You know, especially if I'm out here thinking to myself, "Why am I not receiving much love?" Well, maybe it's because I'm not portraying or providing any types of these types of love so Mm. you know in order for and as they say in order for you to manifest or get whatever in the world law of attraction you need to put it into the world right yeah so that is something that needs to be worked on and i'm definitely happy that i i've we went through this list because i now have some things that i need to work on in order for me to have a bay for next Valentine's. <laughs> we, yeah, you and me both. Yeah, we. we <laughs> oh, but it was that's definitely fun. It was a clear, um, it was a clear breakdown. Mm-hmm. It was very like straightforward. So definitely go to ftd.com if you want to learn more about the different types of or forms of love. So there's eight different forms. Yeah. I don't I don't want the madness when that when it says madness, I was like, whoa, okay, that's a little Yeah, the mania really stood out, man. The really mania, did. that's I don't know about that. Mm. Now wrapping up, mm-hmm. uh you can take a, a tune in with the vent at Spotify. 
Google Podcasts, SoundCloud. Uh, why can I? Why can I not function today? What's going on? Google Stitcher. Uh, obviously, we're on YouTube right now, talking to you guys. Uh, also, check out our Instagram page at the Vent Pod. Uh, also, check out our Twitter at the Vent Pod. Uh, our Facebook at the Vent Pod. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any and, any um, plugs? Any plugs? Oh, definitely go and check out ZZZ Studio To. So it's ZZZ dot Studio To. Otherwise, you can go to the website ZZZ Studio because it's the studio not to sleep on. Um, and you can definitely book a photography session with me or link with me as we can do some creative works. At the moment, we are definitely open and taking appointment only or bookings through the website um, for particular days. And um, yeah, I mean, we had the boudoir. We just finished up the boudoir and we're now doing, I have a few projects coming up. So I'm looking so forward to this as well as birthdays coming up. So definitely come and book with me before I'm booked and busy. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. okay. Ooh. Oh, trust me. Um, but other than that, like, that's basically it. Definitely go and check out the businesses that were recently posted on the Vent Podcast. Um, and they're yes, all definitely. black businesses. Yes. You know, definitely, like, I feel like, I have a weird feeling there's going to be a lot of a lot more people going, hey, there's going to be a lot more pinging. How much you guys charge for advertising? Oh, you know, you know, let me. Right. We are taking in. So if you do want to have your ad um, in the 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 vampire cast or you would like to have your business uploaded on our social media or as well aired on live, we've had a few um, different campaigns running for a few different companies so the rum shack was one of them we've had them for a good few episodes if you go back um they were in our background or we had them for promotion we were drinking their drinks giving reviews and telling the people how we felt about the rum shack um we also have had have a few posts on our instagram um what are some of them soka smackdown is one whoa yeah, what, yo, but Soka Smackdown comes clutch, especially for Caravana. Oh, if you want to go for Carnival, that is the first thing you go to, okay? Like, hands down, you want a wire bra? You want to join and jump up? That is who you go to. You go to Soka Smackdown for all those things. Um, then there is I Would Kill For, <laughs> which is a fashion line, a fashion brand, and it's basically the play on I Would Kill For That Dress. I Would Kill For That Kimono. And what Oof. I mean, custom-made stuff from this designer is amazing. Um, she's that's a clever. That's a clever name to like copyright. That's a right? really. It really is smart. Wow. And they'll be doing their launch tomorrow, actually. Um, and there's going to be a discount. It's also included on our Instagram page. They're giving 10% off for their discount. And it may be even more for their launch. So make sure to tune in tomorrow for them as well. Hey. Yeah. What's new with you, Katie? Uh, other than that, uh, dodging baby strollers. Although I think, I think, <laughs> I think the children thing may happen this decade. Woo! I, I, I think so. Woo! I think so. Jeez. Yeah, probably this decade. 
Also, if I still have a hairline by 35, I'm locking up. So, uh, no, if, I, if my hairline's still nice, I'm locking up by 35. So, and for people at home, no, I'm not being locked up for committing a crime. No, it's just I'm taking these spirals and twisting them even more together. That's what it means. Nice. Nice. Yeah. But other than that, other than Del Peach Kitchen, dodging Corona, I mean, the saving, man. Yeah. Right? Safe for a rainy day. Because these times, I, <laughs> these times are all over the place, man. No, I hear that. I definitely hear that. But when it warms up a bit, I can't wait to get my on. Oh, what does it snap these pictures? Trust me. You and me both. But the snap these I even pictures. recently got uh, some stuff. Oh, not show and tell. Not, oh. not even trying to be a whole camera and photographer um, nerd out here right now. But, you know, I'm going to just show the people what I'm working for. Oh, preview. Okay. Right? So I just recently got some modifiers for, you know, for my studio. So these are my modifiers. If you guys are photographers, you know, instead of just looking at it like this is a cone and this is just a dish, these actually work for lights. Um, mm, okay. And to show you, I just recently got my baby. <laughs> Whoa, big things are gone. I cannot wait to get into the studio and play around with this bad boy. Oh, yes. Yo. So I'm letting y'all know, I'm not playing around this year. When I say I'm here to shoot some pictures and take images of quality, of pristine, of everything, I mean it. Okay, when I get my webcam, I'm gonna show and tell some things because I gotta, like I said, like. You got it. You're from I gotta, business. I, I, got, I gotta show you. I gotta show you the camera I got and the lighting. Uh, but otherwise, James not here, so uh, just visit him at Lou Pistols. That's L U P. Yes. I S. Oh geez, see, this is the wrong day for. Okay, Lou, <laughs> hold on, Lou Pistols. So L O P I S T O L S. I think, yeah, Lupis, yeah, Lupistos. And definitely go and support. He has recently became a partner on Twitch, I believe. On Twitch, yeah. So your boy is making moves. Making a hot dollar. Go visit his so, page, subscribe, yeah, like his support. content. Uh, also check out the Blizzard Boys as well. Yes. Uh, that's on SoundCloud, Spotify, Twitch. I said Twitch. Maybe they're on Twitch. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Google Podcasts. Stitcher, yes. they're everywhere. Yeah. And other than that, this is uh, this has been the vent pod. We out. We out. Peace. <laughs>